Recently, I came across a blog from investor Benjamin Graham's granddaughter. And in this blog, she is describing the life of this very well-known value investor. And in this episode of Investing Mastermind podcast, we will go through the blog, tell you more about who Ben Graham was, and also talk about a special visit that Ben Graham's granddaughter had visiting Warren Buffett in Omaha. You are listening to Investing Mastermind Podcast. I'm Sina Lenholt. And I'm Michelle Markey. So on this blog, you can read a lot about Benjamin Graham's life. And Benjamin Graham is known as the father of value investing, which is the style that Warren Buffett has carried on and that Michelle and I were talking about to you, the audience. We usually say Warren Buffett style because Buffett made this his own. So he built on what Ben Graham did, but Warren Buffett really loved Ben Graham, was an avid student of Ben Graham's, went to Columbia Business School just to learn from Ben Graham and later worked for him in his company. And today we'll zoom in on this special visit that Benjamin Graham's granddaughter took to Omaha. But Michelle, before we talk about that, do you have anything to add about Benjamin Graham? I know Buffett loves Ben Graham so much that he talks about him all the time, like pretty much at all the annual meetings of Berkshire Hathaway. It will be rare if Buffett doesn't somehow bring up his mentor and professor and his boss, Ben Graham. Like it seems that Ben Graham had tremendous influence on Warren Buffett when Buffett came across I believe Ben Graham's either security analysis or intelligent investor books. Yeah, security analysis is what he often talks about. Yeah, so he came across that seminal book that totally changed Buffett's life because Buffett was just investing in whatever way that he thought what he was supposed to do, like doing a lot of technical analysis of chart reading and, you know, kind of doing some guesstimating in the stock market. But he had his investing mindset transformed by Ben Graham's teaching. So it's incredible how much Ben Graham is the great grandfather of value investing. Warren Buffett might be like the grandfather or the father of this kind of investing. Ben Graham is kind of where it all started. So it's incredible that Cena told me about Benjamin Graham's granddaughter and having this blog because it gives us a whole new insight into who this figure was because we know a lot about Buffett, but there's a little bit less out there about Ben Graham. And we know some of his more investing related stuff, but getting to know who Ben Graham was on a personal level, I think can enhance our understanding of how this style of investing came about and the culture that it spawned. Absolutely. And what Buffett has mentioned many times was that Ben Graham was such a kind soul. And what I've experienced from the investing community around Buffett is really this kindness. Most recently, when I went to the Investors Podcast Network dinner that Stig was hosting in, you know, we live in the in the same city. And I went there and Stig is just such a kind and giving person and super helpful in terms of me, that is, a you know, he's further along the way than me. So he's super helpful and kind. And that's what I've experienced from everyone that I've met in the investing community around Buffett. And that's not necessarily what you see 
in other communities. I'm sure you guys have seen movies from Wall Street, etc., where it's another image you get of the investing world. And what it seems is that Benjamin Graham is really the sort of great grandfather of this type of community. And this is where it all got inspired from. But let's dive into this very interesting blog post that we read about Ben Graham's granddaughter's visit to Omaha during the Berkshire annual meeting this year. And Michelle, you know, your first impression from reading this article, what was it like for you to to open this? When I read this blog article about his granddaughter visiting to pick up some of the articles and letters that Ben Graham had shared with Buffett over the years so that it could be contributed to a special archive at Columbia Business School. It struck me that all the themes we talked about, this environment of giving and generosity and kindness that Buffett exemplifies and same with Charlie Munger, his business partner and best friend. And it carries down through all of the investors that have been influenced by Buffett and we can see that in what she had said, and I, I had read how Buffett told her how he was struck time and time again by Ben's thoughtfulness and generosity, never expecting anything in return, which kind of reminds me of similarly what you experienced with Stig Broderson. He's just a magnanimous person, just like Ben Graham was. So you can see this kind of feeling trickle down from Ben Graham throughout everyone who is his learning disciple. And that's very much opposite of what you typically think of on Wall Street. Like even though Ben Graham was both successful and had some challenges on Wall Street, he nonetheless was always what we would call a true mensch, which I've heard investors Guy Spear and his writer friend, uh, William Green talk about too is this concept of being a mensch. And when you're a mensch, you are a person of high integrity and honor, which is exactly the kind of way that Ben Graham and Warren Buffett and a lot of investors who follow in their footsteps are like. You say so many good things here about great people. So I can only applaud that. And what Buffett said that is quoted in the article is that Ben did so much for me. I never saw him do an unkind thing. And at this time, you know, when Warren Buffett was working under Benjamin Graham, it wasn't common to call your boss Ben. It would have most likely at the time have been, you know, Mr. Graham or something like that. And that also speaks to what character, what kind of person that Benjamin Graham was in order for an associate to actually be able to, you know, use their first name in the 50s where Buffett and Benjamin Graham met. So uh, so that is kind of a very interesting one thing from the blog that there's a lot of very, very great things about Benjamin Graham and the visit to Omaha and how Benjamin Graham's granddaughter also experienced the employees at the office. You know, it's a very small office in Omaha with only around 20 people working there. And there's a photo in the blog post from Warren Buffett's office, you know, and it's the same office that we've seen in other photographs from Buffett's office with wooden blinds and brown furniture and 
you know, he's standing there with a photo that he has in his office with Benjamin Graham, as well as a photograph of his father in the background. So it's two people that Buffett has described meant a lot to him and that plays a big role in Buffett's life and that he's showing, you know, displayed in the office. So yeah, it's definitely clear that Benjamin Graham meant a lot to Warren Buffett. Another thing that struck me in reading the blog is Buffett said that Ben said, don't worry too much about making money. It will change how your wife lives, but not how you live because (laughs) that they will still wear the same clothes and eat at the same cafeteria. So relax. (laughs) So the irony is, even though, you know, you think of investing as about making money, but money wasn't that big of a deal for Ben. It was It was more about just doing it to make a living, even though he was super gifted at it. And and I felt very touched by how he wanted to succeed so that his mother would never again be poor following when Ben Graham's father passed away. So being that Ben Graham tried to work so hard to take care of his family and shower generosity on everyone around him, including Buffett and his granddaughter, that just speaks volumes about what a great person Ben Graham was. Like he wasn't selfish. He was all about trying to help other people have a better life. Yeah, exactly. And I know for the granddaughter, it's just been very, very important to get that understanding of what Benjamin Graham actually meant in Buffett's life because Buffett is one of those people that actually met Benjamin Graham and, you know, remembers him and speaks highly of him. So I can only imagine what an amazing experience it must have been. And to see how many of these records that Buffett kept from Ben Graham that now can be used in this library. So it must have been such an amazing experience. It gives us a glimpse into how Buffett became, how he acts in the world today. And it's oftentimes something, you know, that I've thought about again with this community. We've talked about it so many times in this episode, but, you know, I can't say enough how giving and kind this community is and it is clear where it comes from. So, yeah, I'm sure it it means a lot to also for Buffett to open his stores to his office and spend time, you know, during such a busy time for Buffett to actually show the records and carry on this important legacy to the library and to the, the granddaughter. And uh, something also that struck me was when she had visited Warren Buffett, she asked him, would you say that you and Ben became friends? And she noted that in some of Ben's letters and postcards, he expressed a wish for you and Susie, who was Buffett's first wife to visit him in California. That sounded like friendship to her. And you can see like a Beverly Hills postcard of something that had a typewriter written note to Buffett from Ben. And you can see how Buffett was sort of reflecting on her question. And he said that from his point of view, Buffett wanted friendship with Ben more than maybe Ben wanted because Ben was Buffett's hero and he felt like he was his friend. And maybe for Ben, he he had a, you know, a little bit of a personality quirk that maybe we you know, observe if you read more of the blog articles, you can kind of see and understand more about Ben's character. And so it's kind of natural also with, you know, if someone is your hero and mentor, you kind of put them on a pedestal. And, you know, the thought of like, 
oh, could I possibly be friends with someone who's so amazing? Like maybe Buffett felt in so much awe of Ben that maybe Buffett doesn't think he's on the same level as Ben. So that's why he's like, like, you know, he, he would love to be friends with someone like Ben, but he's just, he's just so above me. Like Ben is so great. And I'm just little old Warren. I'm still trying to rise up in the footsteps of this amazing uh, mentor that I had. So, you know, it's interesting how, you know, you get a little perception there of um, what Buffett thought of as Ben, of being this incredible person. And, you know, I think that if you read more of this blog article, something that Buffett also talks about of what stood out about Ben Graham is that he had never met anyone with a mind of similar scope, that Ben Graham had virtual total recall unending fascination with new knowledge and ability to recast it in a form that's applicable to seemingly unrelated problems that made his thinking in any field of the light. So what I think Buffett is saying about Ben Graham is that he had a very unique way of thinking about the world and some problems and how to solve them. And I think that that made a very unique impression on how Buffett went about solving investing puzzles too. One thing that's also interesting is how Benjamin Graham's granddaughter, you know, when she's in Buffett's office, she describes the employees there. So, for example, in the office, she meets Ted Weschler. And what she says is that everyone was really easygoing and seemed content in their life. And it was very much different from employees that she had encountered in the Bay Area tech firms you know, where it's much more a stressful atmosphere and a busy atmosphere, you know, here there's chatter and everybody seems to be having a relaxed demeanor. And it also, I remember reading that Warren Buffett says that he, you know, takes a nap every day and it's a very relaxed environment and that, you know, people that works for him seems very relaxed and you know, even at the end of the article, the granddaughter describes how she's talking to Warren Buffett's secretary and the secretary says, it's been so nice to meet you in person. Warren talks about your grandfather all the time. And the granddaughter said, you mean because he was expecting my visit? And then the secretary replies, no, I've been here 25 years. He talks about Ben Graham all the time. And imagine when someone in your family has meant so much to some other person, you know, it really just gives me the chill, you know, to be in that situation and actually hear that as his granddaughter, not because it's Warren Buffett, it could have been anybody, honestly, in my opinion, who speaks highly of someone in your family, that must have meant so much. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and you can see how Buffett has propagated that culture of Ben Graham's values that were instilled in him onto his entire staff. And, and I think that's part of the enduring aspect of both Graham's and Buffett's legacies is that they share this same thread of value system. And one of the quotes that also stood out to me from her article was that Buffett said that Ben Graham's generosity was where he succeeded beyond all others, that he knew Ben as his teacher, employer, and friend. And in each relationship, just as with all his students, employees, and friends, there was an absolutely open-ended, no-scores-kept generosity of ideas, time, and spirit. 
And that's actually part of what the granddaughter also ends on toward the end of the article is that between Ben Graham and Buffett, everything turns out to be less about money and investment strategies and more about character, generosity, and magnanimity, qualities the world sorely needs to counter greed and strife and overconsumption. So it's kind of everything opposite of what you think of normally as Wall Street, which is typically thought of as being a greedy, money-hungry sort of lot. But these people, it's all about being giving and helping others. So, you know, I just think that you see that throughout everyone between both these amazing investors and their staff and the community of, of investors, like the 40,000 people that flock to Omaha every year for the Berkshire Hathaway meeting, you see that thread all throughout. So it's great that she took that away because from the sound of it, it doesn't look like that the granddaughter is very much involved in investing or this kind of community. Like it's not like she goes to the investor meeting every year. So I think that it's very telling that she was able to take away these core values that Graham instilled in Buffett and which Buffett continues to instill in his investing disciples to this day. Yeah. And if you want to read more about Benjamin Graham seen from the granddaughter's perspective, you can go to beyondbengraham.com. And this is also where you can read the quote, love and gravy, you can't have too much. And that's Warren Buffett who said that. <laughs> so with that, we'll end this episode and we'll be back on Tuesday. Till next time. If you enjoyed the show and found the content informational, we would be super grateful if you would leave us a review and follow us wherever you get your podcasts so you automatically get new episodes in your feed. We publish a new show every Tuesday. The contents of the Investing Mastermind podcast are for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. None of this is investing advice, and if you need help in your personal situation, please consult with a professional.